Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club with myself, Gail Edwards, known as the Personal Brand Disruptor, and of course, our lovely co-host, Lubna Zaru. Who are you today, Lubna? Oh God, today, uh, <laughs> let's keep it simple. The Action Accelerator is in the oh, house. Oh yes, the Action Accelerator is in the house today. And Lubna and I are so excited. In fact, we've been excited from the moment we found out that this person loves sushi. We were like, oh my goodness, we have just got to get them on our show. So I'm not even going to, and yes I am actually, I am going to dress it up because she deserves all the accolades she gets. So joining us today is the wonderful, the most amazing Jennifer Louise. But before we hear from Jennifer Louise, let's just tell you a little bit about who Jennifer Louise actually is. Because if there's anybody that can actually get stuff done, let me tell you, you want to listen to this woman because she really does get stuff done. And we'll talk about a little, that a little bit more later on. But first and foremost, who is Jennifer Louise? Well, of course, she is an award-winning public speaker. And, you know, let's give her a prop. She's also international number one best-selling author. Yes, she is one of our co-authors in the most amazing book this year, I'm sure, because the reviews just keep coming in, The Law of Brand Attraction. It was such a pleasure to work with Jen on this book. But aside from that, Jen has been known for over 16 years now as someone who is a disruptor within her industry, which is the hair industry, hair and beauty. She's a salon owner, owns a very, very successful salon. More about that later as well. But as you can imagine, as a salon owner, Jen's business was very seriously affected during the global pandemic and lockdown period. Did that stop her? Hell no. My girl decided that she was now going to pivot, that word of the year. She was going to pick a pivot and move her business into a completely different, different direction. She was going to mentor, train, and develop other successful salon owners and launched herself as a successful salon club. This was a successful salon mentor running the successful salon club. In four weeks. In four weeks. She went from zero to absolutely blinking amazing. How many, in fact, we're not even going to, we're not even going to, you know, spend too much time on that now because we're going to hear from the lady herself. Because remember, this is the woman who went from zero to, (laughs) to helping her client, to increasing her client business by over 200%. Just in case you didn't hear me, let me just say that again. Zero to 200%. I mean, we need to hear. Jen, you're on, babe. Please, (laughs) please adorn us with your presence. Hello. Welcome, 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 Jennifer Louise. Thank you. What a lovely intro. (laughs) You're very welcome. I didn't lie. (laughs) <laughs> Did I? I didn't laugh. Very you know, it, yeah, it's it, it's all true. And Jen, we can't wait to hear more about not only what you've been doing during this time, but also what led you here. And I also happen to know that you have got a real. I mean, 
look, guys, you you guys that are listening, okay, that think you've got to do things in a certain way and you need the best qualified and, you know, the right team member, Jen is going to blow your mind with some of the stuff that she's going to tell you today because when, I, when she tells you who her marketing director is, I'm telling you, <laughs> her social media director, I'm telling you, you are going to be blown away. So, Jen, how did this all start for you? Oh, my God. So, um... I, well, I I quit school at the age of 14. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I was bullied. I didn't enjoy school. I am dyslexic and dyscalculous. So it was really tough. Um, and I just, I started to mix in with the wrong crowd. And I was down the bottom of the field with a bottle of vodka with groups that were two, three years older than me. And I could see my life going down a very disruptive path. Um, so <laughs> I quit school and lied to the college that was next door to my high school. And no them, way. Yeah. I went out on one Saturday at the age of 14 and didn't come home until I found a job. And that job happened to be a salon. They said I could be a Saturday girl. So I told the college next door that I was 16 and started an apprenticeship in the college. <laughs> and I was, I was able to keep this up for a year. Nobody missed me from the school. I was just, yeah, it was brilliant. And then all of a sudden my mum found out um, and I was in big trouble. Wow. So I was forced back into mainstream education, although I decided to go to a different school and they allowed me to still continue with my um, hairdressing NVQ. So I got my GCSEs and my NVQ at the same time. Um, went on to working various salons, then became a salon owner, but didn't know how to run a business. Mm. So 10 years as a salon owner later, I nearly lost my business um, and it just funds run out, just making poor decisions. Um, so I felt it was time to go and learn how to run a business. And that just ignited a new passion in me. Oh, wow. Learning how to do numbers and strategies and all this stuff, all these words, average bill and, you know, profit and loss and all these things was coming at me and I hadn't a clue you know I I rocked up I was what we call an upper I rocked up I opened up I cut a bit of hair potentially sometimes if I was lucky had some lunch cashed up locked up and went home wow I see what, I see what you mean about upper, upper. <laughs> upper. um and so yeah I, I learned how to run a business and it, the strength my business took on from learning that just propelled me and then I become so passionate about other salon owners learning this stuff because we don't know it we don't get taught it we spend years learning to cut hair but no one teaches us how to do the other stuff mm. um, and so yeah that's where my passions come in there I love it Actually, wow. a very important insight that you just shared. A lot of us start out from a passion of expertise. We know something really well. We're really good at something, but we've actually never learned how to run a business, what entrepreneurship is all about. And most entrepreneurs started purely on passion for what they deliver, but not with learning how to do it all and then get frustrated or stuck because you have to have a combination of both running a business as well as uh, delivering within your business. I really like that. I want to emphasize that for those of you that are listening because there are two very different trades 
Mm-hmm. They really are, you know, and I love when you said that you started to get, you know, passionate about the numbers, because even um, in the book, you know, The Law of Brand Attraction, you actually write about, in fact, I, I, I loved the title of your chapter, which is Successes in the Numbers, How You Show Up is How You Rise Up. Oh, gosh, you know, just even thinking about that now, it still gives me goosebumps. And that's before we've even read the chapter. (laughs) I think you know where that passion's come from as well. And Mm. and now that you know that, you know, being dyslexic and dyscalculus, I hate anything to do with writing numbers. I hated it. I was like, I can't do it. It, I really can't. And that word, I can't, I can't, I can't. Until Mm. I decided... I need to take control of this. I can. Mm. I just don't know how. Oh, beautiful. I can, but I just don't know how. My greatest wish for today is that whoever is listening to this, if nothing else, take that away. Yeah. You can. You just don't know how. It's your job to now go and find out how. Yeah. Beautiful. Find the person that knows how to do it and ask mm. for help. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. So, Jennifer, um, as Gail has introduced you, you went from closing down your business. Um, take us that that moment that you got the call. You have to shut down. Okay, so I had been um, I'd been at um, an EMC co- uh, convention at I event Brighton event at Brighton, um, and I'd met Sammy from the Brand Builders Club. So she'd invited me to come and see what the Brand Builders Club was all about. I didn't know anything at this point. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm vibing with this lady's energy and I'm like what she's saying. I think I need to know a little bit more. And so I turn up and my um, all of my family, everyone was like, don't go. We're on the verge of lockdown. How yeah, can you it was. two babies at home on their own? What if? You get like shut down in London. I was like, "Be fine, be fine." They're not babies. One's nineteen, the other's twelve. <laughs> so I, I made the decision to go for the for the good of me and my business. Um, and I met everybody on the Friday night. We had a really nice um, sort of couple of hours where we were working through some stuff. And then on the Saturday morning, uh, I am I decided to phone my team. So my internal circle of significance in my business consists of three people. Me, the lady who manages my salon for me, so my salon floor manager, and my 12-year-old daughter. (laughs) Did you you hear that? Her significant team, her circle of significance is her, her floor manager for the hairdressing salon, and her 12-year-old daughter. Yeah, and that 12-year-old... Daughter has a function. Are you going to blow your? Oh gosh, yeah. She's not. She's not just there to you know see what mummy does. It's not take your child to work day. No. <laughs> and she's she's just pivoted this week, so I'll tell you more about that. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh, I need to hire her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, I put us on a three-way call, and I said, okay. You girls have got 60 seconds each to tell me what you would like to do. And at the end of this call, we will make a decision together as a team as to whether we close the end of business today and make our own decision or we wait for the government's guidelines. And both of them said they wanted to close. They didn't feel safe. Ellie's very good, my 12-year-old daughter. She's so good at seeing 
um, what the girls want in the business. She's eyes all round. She knows, she like she vibes, she gets the energy mm. from the girls. And she was saying to me, mum, they're scared. They don't want to be here. Chloe was saying clients are dropping off. They're scared. They don't want to be here. So they both made the decision to close the business at five o'clock. That was it. We were shutting up and we didn't know when or if we were ever going to open again. Mm. So with that in mind, obviously at the same point, I'm getting text messages and phone calls. Any salon that I had booked to go and coach their teams, cancelling because we're all closing our doors. So both businesses, gone completely. So I gave myself an hour to sulk. So Mm. I had breakfast, had a shower, feel a bit like, okay. And then after that hour's done, make a decision and stick with it. What are you going to do? Because you cannot just close and lay down and take this. We've got to move forward. So I did. So I had my hour and then I was like, right, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to put everything online. I physically can't go out to salons, but I can still coach them. I'm going to show up for more salons than I've ever shown up for before on a daily basis to help and guide them through this downtime so that they're energized. They've got shit to do every single day um, and be that leader for them. And that's what I did. So we pivoted or I've pivoted. Love you it. certainly and, did, and, but and you didn't be, just pivot, pivot though, Jen. I mean, let's just be real here. Tell, tell them what you actually did. Yes, so, <laughs> because this all happened while you're at a training day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so while I'm at this training day, we decide, or I decided to um, invent a product <laughs> there and then with everyone's help. Um, we had some of them on Google AdWords. Some of them were on Answer the Public. We were like literally finding out all the keywords that we were going to use, how I was going to um, pitch this to salon owners, where I'm going to find salon owners from. And we spent the day batting through everybody that was there at the training got to do this for themselves and their own business and we all help each other um and as we came out of that I had my product designed I knew how to keyword it up I knew how to gain traction with it I knew what I was going to do and it was just clear like just go home and start go and get it done you actually created a whole new business on the day both of your business got shut down. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, when you say it like that, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing, Jen. I don't think I don't I don't think you're giving yourself enough credence here. Because you did, you did, you did this on the day your business shut down. You were able to then create another business just like that. Yeah. That's not just pivoting. <laughs> no. <laughs> so so tell yeah, exactly. Turbo, turbo pivoting. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about what happened since then. So you decided to pivot. Great. You've got this whole new community who are just, you know, just cheering for your success. We all wanted you to win. Okay. And now you've got this new business. What on earth did you do? So I started by opening up a Facebook community where I could nurture scared and frightened salon owners that didn't know what was happening, looking for support and shine up for them every day. So I broadcast into that group every single morning. At the moment during lockdown, it's at 10 a.m. When we go back to work, it will move to an evening slot. 
so they will mm. forever get this um this education and it's bite-sized broadcasts that give them something to go away and work on every day my my um core kind of power point to what I do is my marketing inside of my business and knowing my ideal client so I do a lot of training around that with the guys um, and then I developed a few courses they sold out immediately so no, that was kind of that's the other mad thing <laughs> <laughs> that was like me testing the water to see do, do these guys trust enough trust me enough now to start buying into me and my brand um, and so I designed two different courses and they both sold out three times each um, and they're now on an online learning center so they can just sell in the background and then I've now opened a mastermind um, group where I'm now it's 90 minute zoom call it's really in-depth training for them once a month but the importance of that is that Ellie and I that that night I came home from the brand builders club I went straight to the salon and I got all the magazines out of the salon and the old posters that go up in the window. And Ellie and I sat there and I said, you know, this is happening, but we're not going to be scared by this. We are now going to sit down and design what life looks like when we come out on mood boards. And they're like, wow. mine's in front of me now. I look at it every day. Ellie's is hanging up in her bedroom. And we set, we set our intentions of what we want life to be like when we come out of this. Um, and one of the things was to be more available to my family, my friends and my children. And so this whole pivoting has just opened my entire life up. I'm not going to be on that M25 every single day, up and down the country. I'm going to be at home with my children, traveling the world, doing whatever we want to do, whilst still serving salon owners that I love and adore and care for. I love that. I That's amazing, that. people. Yes, you can have a business and lifestyle on your terms. On your terms. Oh, it just I love doesn't it. happen by chance. It happens by design, as by our design. lovely friend Pete Cohen says. Yep. You have to design what you want and be committed to be working towards it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the amazing things that you have done that I'm absolutely going to model is that Facebook group that you started, you went from zero to how many? No. <laughs> so in the first four weeks, it was something like, um, I think it was like 700 and just, it was just under 800, 700. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to repeat that. Grew a Facebook group from zero to 800 in four weeks and by the end of that month it was over a thousand you know I, I am in awe of that as someone who is also trying to grow a community I am in awe of that but you used another social media platform to help you do that as well didn't you Jane? Yeah, can you share that strategy with us yeah so my Instagram account so there was two main strategies that I used one of them was on my Instagram account um, and I show up in their daily recording so I'll do little videos and give them a clear call to action. Because what happens is people, they'll, they'll do an Instagram post or they'll do an Instagram story, but they don't do a clear call to action at the end. And people go, well, that's nice. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. With. So mm. 
they then scroll on and continue their Instagram journey. But if you stop them and give them a call to action, so my main one would be like, my main go-to is uh, I'll ask a question. So I don't know, what have you had for lunch today? Obviously not normally that question. But so if it's say less what you had for lunch today, then they, and then I would say for the call to action, DM me, I'd love to know, share with me. And so you get the guys then to start um, creating a connection and a relationship with you. Right. At point, I tell them all about the Facebook group and they, I send the link, I invite them in and over they go. The other um, strategy I use was inside of Facebook. My personal Facebook page is not personal at all. I don't have personal social media. It's all business. Um, so I create, not consume on there. Um, oh. And I used my personal Facebook group to start showing up in all of the other groups that hairdressers and salon owners hang out in almost like attracting friends like you knew in the playground um, and then invited them over into my group as well. And then the other thing that I've done a lot is ask the guys in the group, you know what, if you're getting good value out of this, please bring all your hair hearts in. We, we want as oh, many hair I love that. Hair hearts. Mm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See, I even that, that, that creates that sense of belonging. It creates that community. I love that. No. <laughs> but I also, one of the things that, that really struck is that what we see a lot of entrepreneurs doing is actually consume social media. Oh, and yes. I love what you said. You mm. go into social media to create instead of consume. Love because that. bearing in mind, your strategy is based on content creation. I mean, yeah. you go live on Instagram, you post on your Instagram feed to really get that engagement going with people. Yeah, And when they get into your Facebook group, you go live each and every day at 10 a.m. Uh, so, and that's every day, yeah. um, uh, at least 30 minutes, and I've seen you do it, at least 30 yeah. minutes of value, of actual training. Whether you go live or you interview someone, it's all dedicated to help salon owners move forward. So you're already spending a lot of value with people before yeah. you make an offer. So I, I think that one of the most important thing is for those of you that are listening, what's the balance for you? How much time do you spend on social media consuming in comparison with creating and sharing value? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question. I did um, a really cool experiment the other day, all of last month actually, because I'm petrified of salons going back into the new norm and not posting because they're too busy. We're going to be so inundated and so hectic inside of these businesses. If they don't have a plan and it's not all thought through and ready for them to just post automatically, they, they run the risk of not doing it. So I actually didn't post on my Jennifer Louise account for a whole month to see what happens to the engagement, to the mm. growth. I lost over 300 followers because I didn't post for an entire month. So it just shows you how important creation of content is. Like 300 followers ditched me because I wasn't giving them value. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. and I think that's really important to, to recognize because especially ever since the lockdown started and this global pandemic started, everyone went online. I mean, there is no one you have to convince about the, the, the value of, of online anymore, whether you're an ambitious professional or an entrepreneur or even a housewife, uh, you're online. Each and every one is online. But how you spend that time online Mm. is important and people there's a lot of people going online so if you do not show up in creating value for them they will just leave and go to the next person yeah absolutely no loyalty. absolutely and and to, to, you say no loyalty but to be honest they've got so much choice they don't need to be loyal no, <laughs> you know exactly. yeah and it's about it's not- really listening to your um to the to your followers your viewers your tribe and Mm. creating the content that they want one of the things that i'm asked for a lot at the moment is how to take good pictures now i know the aesthetics of like the rule of thirds and in hairdressing we use a triangle so that that there's always a, a sharp triangle shape in the picture but I'm not great at actually knowing the, the thing behind the, the iPhone camera that we all use. We're all using cameras on our phones in the salons. So Ellie, um, this week, she, um, Udemy did this really cool thing. I don't know whether you bought any courses, but all of their mm. courses was like 12 quid for a month or something. Mm. So I was like, Ellie, right, what's on your vision board? What do you want to learn? I will just borrow these courses and we're going to spend sod your schoolwork. <laughs> No, but you can say that as someone who left school at 14 and has still been very successful and is influential, creating impact. Of course, you can say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we did. And so one of the courses that she took was how to take great photos with your iPhone. So all this, all she says to me, like she's got, she's such a beautiful girl and she's all, she's clothes obsessed. That's all she loves. And of course, it's lockdown. What else are they going to do? Just dream mm. about what their next outfit they're going to purchase. And she yeah, my daughter's the same. <laughs> like, um, um, can I buy some outfits this week? And she hates asking. My kids are so independent where they've been brought up with me. I'm a single mum. You know, I'm, I'm a very independent woman. They try to be as independent as possible. They hate asking for money. And then um, when she asks, you can see her wincing. So I said to her, listen, why don't you create a course around the course that you just did and learn and then you can present it to everyone in my room and if they like it then you can do you can actually create a big course and charge and then that's your money and she was like oh my god okay where do i sign up i don't need i don't need to go to you to me i'll go to ellie so yeah. where do i sign <laughs> <laughs> oh she my goodness <laughs> doesn't matter i love we're it we're gonna be her yeah. first client we're gonna be her first so as soon as she's ready please can you send me the link so i, I can book and pay <laughs> i, I just love her i love Tomorrow her in the in my broadcast i've i had somebody that was supposed to be doing he was launching his product and i'm so behind this guy um and he's had a family um emergency and he's going to be unable to make it so i pulled her up today and i said listen any chance we can get something together over the next like 24 hours because kind of need someone to present tomorrow and she's like i have got really puffy eyes with hay fever are you sure but yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just love it. But uh, again, 
for those of you that are listening, have, have you heard the strategy? Listen to your target mm-hmm. audience. So the, the basis, the foundation for every entrepreneur is know your target audience. Yep. Know their challenges. Now, one of the questions, the frequently asked questions to Jennifer is, how do I take beautiful photos? And a salon, every entrepreneur needs to learn how yep. to take photos with just a phone because you never know where you end up. And the only thing you've got with you is your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a skill for life taking good photos with your phone. Um, went on to Udemy, bought a course for £12, learned <laughs> the skill, is now turning it into a course where she can teach others to do the one thing that she just thought. So when you, if you're listening and thinking, but I don't know how to do something, you've just gotten a very valuable strategy. Go mm-hmm. find out a problem that people are searching a solution for Go to Udemy, I mean, 12 pounds or 12 euros or whatever currency you're in. Go through the course, learn the skill, and then go teach it. Then go teach it. If ever there was a strategy, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But you know, also, Jen, one of the things I love about you, and it was one of the things that attracted me to you instantly, was your willingness to just be open. To just, you know, how many people can honestly say when they're going through whatever, you you know, they're going through with their business and their young daughter comes to them, wouldn't be tempted to say, can you just give me five minutes? Just go up in your room or go and watch TV or go and play with your friends. Just just give me five minutes and then I'll come to you. But instead it was like, okay, come, come, let's, let's sit down and talk about this together. What have you got? Yeah, she, she is an absolute inspiration. Honestly, I mean, you'll all meet her when we when we go out to Miami. I know. In year, you will all meet her because she's coming and she's already figured out the top twenty Instagrammable spots to go take pictures. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! You know, and this and this is why I need Ellie in my life. I'm looking for a new social media manager. So there you go, Ellie. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, gosh, Jen, there's so much. There's so much because. We haven't even got to the sushi yet. And I know you had sushi for lunch. <laughs> I know you had sushi for with, lunch. With my uh, branded chopsticks. Oh, my goodness. So Jennifer has got chopsticks with her name on. Okay, so after, after we finish this recording, you know you're just going to have to send links all around. Okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> so I went on this date with this guy mm. and he was like, where do you want to go? Do you want? Do you like sushi samba? And I was like, <gasps> Wow, we love sushi samba. <laughs> I just wanted to go, but I didn't at that point really know if I liked sushi or not. So I was like, Okay. And then when we went, I had to say, Can I have a knife and fork? <laughs> oh, Jen. <laughs> oh. I was I was really rooting for you till that bit. But, but, however. <laughs> In lockdown, one of the things I put on my mission board. No way. Was to learn to use chopsticks. I was going to learn. And I have eaten every bloody dinner I've cooked. (laughs) Chopsticks to learn. Really? Oh, that's lovely. That's dedication. You see where Ellie gets it from now, don't you? (laughs) The kids are like... Why are you eating that? With <laughs> What's wrong with you? Mum, it's baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally everything. 
apart from that, like if we've had barbecue, then I haven't. But yeah, I have literally. Oh, amazing. Love it. And I'm all right now. Mm. So after your trip to Sushi Samba, what's your verdict? Do you love sushi? I do. And I'm, <laughs> the only thing I'm not too keen on is wasabi. What? That's the best bit. <laughs> Below, it literally burns. Oh, yeah. It's great for sinus. <laughs> Um, I can do a tiny, tiny, tiny bit, but I can't. The first time I tasted it, I didn't know really what it was, and I was like, "Oh, <gasps> <laughs> yeah." You can see, you can see that Libna and I are making the same kind of like, because oh, we're like, "What?" Yeah. A dollop of wasabi. <laughs> yeah, I really need to start researching food a little bit better when I'm first trying it, because I'm like an all-in kind of girl, and I'm mm. the girl that put an oyster in her mouth and started to chew it. So, oh my god, yeah. And then I was nearly sick. So I'm I have got to, I think I need to start like researching what stuff yeah, I think is. so. I think so. <laughs> I, I think so. That's fantastic though about the chopsticks and the, and the, and the sushi. I love yeah. that. <laughs> so the uh, $1 million or pound or euro question is, what is your favorite sushi? I'm a roll girl. Oh, like me. Mm. Like me. Love I'm a roll girl. Love a roll. And I like vegetables in it. But I'm I'm more like fish, salmon, broad. yeah, mm. and a nice me nice seed as well. Oh, see, we 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 can definitely eat sushi together, Jen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 without yeah. a doubt, without yeah, you, a doubt. You had me at sushi samba. Nah, yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, I know it's gorgeous, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, I can't it wait to go again. Good date, actually. It was a good um, choice of venue. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not bad, not bad. So uh, I dare ask the question. So you got this love of sushi from it. You love sushi samba. What happened to the date? <laughs> yeah, um, gap <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> so they're, they're a tribe, they are. <laughs> oh, do you know, I remember hearing that on Love Island, actually. But anyhow, that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> true. When she said that, I was cracking up. Oh, really? This guy, his whole family, his whole family. So his uncle owned the scaffolding company. <laughs> and then his six brothers all worked there. And then oh, my kids, goodness. Oh, honestly, all the, all the family kids worked there. It was just like... I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> Clearly passed me by. Clearly yeah. passed me by. But Jen, before we wrap up, something else has happened during this lockdown. So with all this pivoting, <laughs> right, and with all this great success and strategy that you've got going on, something else has just happened, literally just happened, that yeah. has made it all worth it, hasn't it? Do you want to tell our listeners exactly what that is? <laughs> so not happy with pivoting and starting up a brand new business and getting an international best selling number one in six countries i know um or <laughs> um developing new courses i then decide to go and get myself whilst closed i might add a um small business award <laughs> for the salon <laughs> you know just as you do you know as of you course. do yes yeah, you do it's why not but you didn't just get any award. Let's, 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 let, let's forget the humility for now, Jen, right? Because you didn't just get any award. Jennifer was actually given the 2020 UK Enterprise Award 
hair salon of the year, best overall client experience. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the salon is closed. Closed! <laughs> but you still get an award for the best client experience. I know. That just goes to show the level of investment that you and your team have made, the level of care and, and nurturing that you both put into your client base, that even during lockdown, you can get such a prestigious award, the UK's 2020 Hair Salon of the, of the Year Award for Best Client Experience. I, young lady, doff my cap to you. <laughs> and I'd love to know who entered us, because I literally knew nothing about this. Nothing. Wow. Wow. So, whoever you are out there, if you're listening, oh my God, so... Blessed and chuffed. Thank you. Well, you know, Jennifer, it's quite clear that you are very, very good at what you do. But more importantly than that, you love what you do. I do. And when you love what you do, you know, magic happens. You create magic. And that's very, very clear to see. Very clear to see. Oh, thank you. Aren't you you happy, Gail, that we can say we knew her when? Oh, let me let me tell you before we get off this call. I want I want my book signed, right? <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I want I want my book signed because you know there's going to come that day. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what we should do? Sign the book that we've got. Send it on to the next person. They sign it, and then we send. It oh wow! All got the book signed by all of us. Can you imagine? Oh. Literally, in a very short space of time, that will become a very valuable copy, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. Because I can see what everyone's doing, you know, with this this project and how it's really leveraging and upscaling and really accelerating our growth as entrepreneurs in the same way that we, you know, when we took on this project, we wanted to help accelerate the growth of the readers as well. Okay. Jennifer, as we wrap up, what's next for you? Oh my goodness. Um, So I'm actually moving back into my business in a completely different role um, to scale it to the next level. So I am going back in as reservations manager and salon host um, to steer the ship out of the troubled waters, so to speak, which I'm really excited about. Mm. Um, And we're going to be focusing on the rebooking of our clients very, very heavily um and new client growth so that's the two areas that we're going to be really focusing in on um and my um mastermind group just really focusing on growing that over Mm. the next um year really that's my main core focus ellie can focus on creating new courses and she can make her own little sideline doing that bless her so that she can work for her clothes money now (laughs) Mm, exactly (laughs) Yeah, they're quite pricey, these teenagers, I oh tell my you. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ellie and I are actually going to, next weekend we were supposed to be, or this weekend coming, we were supposed to be grooms, men, women, grooms, women, um, to my best friend, and it's not happening. So we're actually, um, we've hired a really lovely six-bed house in London with a swimming pool, and we're going to go and have a socially distanced weekend of us, downtime which is something is long overdue so mm. just I love that idea we want to reset and yeah obviously she's going to want loads of photos by the pool <laughs> <laughs> oh please can you send me the link for that house because I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> 
That sounds like a very good idea for something that I was planning. Yeah, it's, I'll, um, yeah, I'll pin drop you when I, the link um, Richard would have. But yeah, I could get that to you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Oh, honestly, Jennifer, it has been such a pleasure, honestly, spending this time with you today. Thank and you. I just know you've made it sound very kind of like, well, we're going to take our foot off the gas a little bit and focus on our clients. And anything. I just know that's not the full story, no. that, you know, <laughs> that there's going to be much, much more than that. But if that's what it is for the next step, then great, because you certainly deserve to you know, a little bit of yeah. downtime, without a doubt. You've been amazing, an amazing guest. And I'm so glad that your first introduction to sushi has gone well. I'm looking forward to us sharing sushi together. Oh, me too. Oh, absolutely. It has just been such a pleasure and very inspirational. You've given me so many tips already. I mean, we've talked Instagram before and just listening to your strategies again for success. I can just say thank you so much, Jennifer, for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you for you. having me. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> so this was another episode of the Entrepreneur Sushi Club podcast. If you've valued this episode, please leave us a review. If you know anyone or you are someone who is an entrepreneur, business owner, who loves business and fun, but adores sushi, drop us a message. We would love to feature you as our guest. Until next time. <laughs>